0: So we got this great weekend schedule at WABC. Saturdays, the music shows are great. Sunday, uh, talk and music. Of course, Joe Piscopo, uh, very, very end of the day does a great job with the Sinatra show. But Sunday mornings, specifically on this station, are great. Reverend the Rabbi, John Katz and Matitis. My guy, my guy John does that great Katz Roundtable show every Sunday morning. Woody Giuliani, Judge Janine, and we've got Dick Morris. I got to know Dick a little bit at Newsmax a couple of years ago. But, of course, Dick has been around a long time and a major player in the world of politics. In fact, since 2016, Dick Morris has been a behind-the-scenes advisor to Donald Trump. And Dick played a key role in the Trump surprise win back in 2016. So, again, I told you. Doing that event with Lee Zeldin last night and listening to Donald Trump Jr. and Kimberly Gilfoyle speak right after me on stage. They made it very, very clear that Donald Trump is going to run again in 2024, as if we didn't know. But just in case you didn't know, Dick Morris has a great new book out, The Return, Trump's big 2024 comeback. So with that said, making his debut on the Bernie and Sid in the morning show, here's our friend Dick Morris. Dick, good morning. Uh, No Bernie. Sid with you. How are you, buddy?
1: Hey, Sid. Um, You're making me feel like it's Sunday.
0: (laughs) Well, it's not, trust me. Uh, But it's a gorgeous Thursday, and um, I've been talking all morning long about this big event I did last night for Lee Zeldin. And a lot of the conversation was about Lee Zeldin, Dick Morris, saving New York in 2022, and then Donald Trump coming back to save our country in 2024. And you're here to tell us that very well may be the case, yes?
1: Yeah, it, that is what's going to happen. Uh, I think both, actually. Uh, the In 2016, I wrote a book called Armageddon, How Trump Can Beat Hillary. And nobody else was saying it back then, but I did. And uh, now this is the sequel to it, the return, Trump's big comeback win in 2024. Uh, He's definitely running, obviously, and he's uh, going to get – and there's a lock on the Republican nomination. Uh, These primaries we've been witnessing one after the other where he wins in every state. his people win and defeat McConnell's people or whatever. It, It makes it evident that nobody can take Trump in a Republican primary, and that's frightening off DeSantis and anybody else who might choose to get in. He'll win this nomination really by acclamation It will be the, most, the first almost unanimous nomination uh, in recent history. Uh, and then in general election, I think he has a very good chance and is very likely to win because he can say four words that nobody else can say. I did it already. You know, How do we know you're going to take care of inflation? I did it already. It was under 2% when I was president. How do we know you can really lower gas prices? It was a buck eighty when I was there. The border was sealed. Russia didn't invade anybody and it and it becomes clear that there's there's just so much that he can say that he did, yep.
0: Well, um, I, I, would, I would say this. I, I'm a huge Trump supporter now. I wasn't way back when. I actually voted the Hillary back in 2016. It's an old story. But um, Donald Trump won me over. two
1: hands? <laughs> yeah. But Trump you won right me over. Didn't Are you right? Your right hand didn't fall
0: off. No, no it didn't. But, but he won me over right away, Dick. Right away he won me over. Um, uh, I, I did vote for him in 2020. I will enthusiastically vote for Trump in 2024. But... You say it's a shoein that'll beat DeSantis, he'll win the primary. i got to tell you, almost every day, Dick, more and more, quote-unquote, Trump supporters are coming up to me and saying, look, I love Donald, his policies are great, but he's toxic. He's the wrong guy for that message. Give me new fresh blood like Ron DeSantis, who's got the same message without the baggage. You don't think those people are growing in numbers every day?
1: No, no, they're shrinking in numbers every day. Uh, the uh, two months um, two months ago, uh, in a trial heat, they call it some heat. Uh, Trump beat DeSantis by the narrow margin of fifty-seven to twenty-one. Wow. Now his margin is even narrower. It's sixty-three to fifteen. So yeah, there are not many people like that you're talking to. Maybe in New York there are, and. When they say it's the same message, how can it be the same message? Uh, What has DeSantis ever done on foreign policy? What has he ever done about holding down energy costs? What has he ever done about fighting inflation? He's good on immigration. He's good on schools and standards. He's good on counterculture stuff. But, you know, that's, that's a tenth of what a president does. And for those people who say, and this is all in my book, for those people who say, I like Trump's policies, but I can't stand the guy, you can't pocket the results and just the methods that get you there. Right. Uh, it's like saying, I, I like that George Patton defeated the Nazis. I like that he won World War II. But he wasn't a good guy. I didn't like his personality. Yeah, we need a kinder, gentler yeah. uh, George Patton. And, and he wouldn't have won the war if there were. Right, right, uh, Washington right. is a tough place. It's a horrible swamp. I was there with Clinton and I was there with Trump. And nice guys finish last. And uh, you got to be tough to take it on. And Trump is tough. And that's what makes it work. But let me talk a bit about the Mar-a-Lago raid and what's going on now. The Democrats have basically abandoned the idea that they can ever beat Trump at the ballot box. Uh, in to get to stop the nomination. And they know the Republican candidate is likely to win because of the economy. So they think the only way that they can stop Donald Trump is by throwing him out in court. And the excuse they're using is this ridiculous narrative that the January 6th riot was really a coup d'etat, really a revolution, the only one without guns in world history. <laughs> right. And that, and that the uh, and and that somehow he should not he would, should be held responsible for that, and the purpose there is to trigger the Fourteenth Amendment, which provides that nobody who was engaged in insurrection against the government can hold public office. They passed that right after the Civil War, and they meant you know Stonewall Jackson. They meant uh, Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis. They didn't mean Donald Trump, and. Uh, What they The raid at Mar-a-Lago had nothing to do with archives. Nobody gives a damn about archives. Some historian 20 years from now will knock himself out. But I predicted that they would do that raid, that they would search his stuff, because they want to get in the book, because they want to get material to use against him for January 6th. They want to break into his house and go through stuff and either find evidence or plant and forge evidence that Trump was really engaged in an insurrection against the American government. And then they're going to take this data to Washington, D.C., grand jury that's loaded with Democrats, not a single Republican on it, no independents, all Democrats. And they didn't die the ham sandwich if it were a Republican. So okay. that's that's their strategy. And uh, I lay it out in my book, and I lay out how we have to beat it. The only It, it is crucial that we understand What these guys are going to do to us? What they get? We we were all prepared to win the game between the foul lines, right? And they're going to be knifing us in the dugout and on the (laughs) on the the foul areas. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we have to be prepared for that, right? Uh, No, we we
0: we know they cheat. We know they cheat. You know, it's funny. Um, Kimberly Guilfoyle said last night, "Look, they impeached them. Look, they cheated. Look." Now they say that he's got these documents. Look, and she went on and on. She listed like 20 different things that the Democrats, the media, George Soros, you know, the deep state, all these folks have accused Donald Trump of in an effort to get rid of him. And she said, We're not going anywhere. We don't care. Like, I know you guys may sleep over, may lose sleep over it, the Donald Trump supporter, but I'm telling you, Donald doesn't care. The more they bring, the more fire he's going to bring back to Pennsylvania Avenue.
1: She, she's right. Uh, Donald, you know, I worked for Clinton and I make this point again in the book. Bill Clinton thrived on adulation. When someone loved him, he just, he, that was his energy source, so it was like plugging into a socket. Uh, Donald Trump thrives on challenge and adversity. And the challenge in adversity energizes him, fills him with rage, and it powers him to go ahead. And Donald Trump is, is one determined guy. I speak to him, as you know, a, a couple of times uh, a week. And there's no doubt that the Mar-a-Lago rage just not only enraged him, it empowered him. and uh, And that's the key.
0: We think about it. What were the Democrats thinking? I mean, here's, they they knew at some point Merrick Garland would have to explain something. They knew at some point Joe Biden was going get to get caught lying. He didn't know anything about it, which is ridiculous. What were they thinking? this Mar-a-Lago raid. How did they well, possibly think it would be good for them?
1: Because they thought, because we haven't we haven't reached the end of it. Now you're going to get leak after leak, day after day. Oh, Donald Trump secretly. Uh, sent a message to this army division to get ready to invade. Donald Trump secretly spoke to this general about the need to topple the government. Donald Trump secretly meddled in this election recount. Uh, Trump, uh, did, 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 there'll be all these leaks of stuff that isn't true, just like in the Russia scandal, the right. Russia scandal. Right. And uh, and the, their point is that they wanted to build up a case to take not to the electorate, to a Washington, D.C. grand jury and then say you can't nominate Trump. He's toxic. He's been indicted. And that's their strategy, and it's a desperate, fallback, last-minute thing. But it's only half the story. said The other half is the IRS expansion because not only are they going to go after Trump, but they're going to go after his supporters. Remember how in 2010 the Tea Party was the rage and sure. defeated He gained 62 seats in the House, and afterwards he never heard from the Tea Party again. They were audited to death by the IRS. Lois Lerner killed them. Not that they did anything wrong, ever. Uh, They won most of those audits. But the the expense, the bureaucratic necessity of coming up with all this paper, all this proof, so drained their resources that they went broke. That's what they're going to do to Trump supporters this time. They're already doing not it now.
0: Food. I was at this yeah. event last night with Lee Zeldin. There was a guy in the audience, very wealthy guy, not going to mention his name, who uh, I think donated about 2 or $3 million to Trump's campaign. He's been ordered 17 times. 17 yeah. Dick Morris. They're already not doing that, that stuff.
1: Rich, a rich guy like that, okay, buries his money deep, and he's a little protected. But they're not going after that. Ninety-five percent of the audits are with people making less than $25,000 a year. Oh, my God. They're going after hidden income. Uh, they go to somebody's house and they say, hey, I know you work as a waiter or a waitress, but I don't think you reported your tips last year. I think you way underreported them. Mm. Or they'll go to some mom-and-pop store and they'll say, uh, you have cash income or, or a bodega. They'll go to somebody and say, last year you said you dined out with this guy and that that was a business expense. We called the restaurant, you ate alone. (laughs) You have committed felonies, violations of tax code. We could indict you, but we won't because we think you're basically a good guy. But, you know, don't lie to us. Don't do provocative stuff. It's not in your interest. That Trump sign outside on your lawn, I mean, that's in your face. And that bumper sticker on your car? And for God's sake, don't let my boss know you went to a Trump rally. That infuriates him, enrages him, and God knows what he's going to do. It's not in your best interest. And they're going to do that conversation millions of times. Oh, my God. And they're doing it because that's why they hired 87,000 new IRS agents because they they have 58,000. They've expanded it to 120,000. And the reason is so that not so they can go after the rich guy that you met last night. They have enough people for him already. But that they can go after the bodega owner, the person that works on tips, the mom and pop store. Yep. And that's their strategy: yep. intimidate the grassroots and hobble Donald Trump with the phony allegations of the January 6th riot. And I lay all this out in my book, The Future and uh, the, the Return. And I hope people not only read it. I hope they memorize it <laughs> because that's the enemy game plan. Yep. Those, that's what they're going to do to so, us. so,
0: with that said, and again, the book is "The Return: Trump's Big 2024 Comeback." Dick Morris on the line. With all that said, all these evil things that the opposition is doing, and again, you lay it out: uh, the big media, George Soros, deep state, the Democrats, all these people and uh, folks that are trying to make sure Donald Trump doesn't win again. How does Donald Trump get around these people and make sure what happened in 2020 doesn't happen again, Dick Morris, in 2024?
1: Well, We have a weapon coming up, a secret weapon that very few people realize, but it's in public view. There is a case in the Supreme Court that they're going to hear in October and November that will completely eliminate the possibility of ballot fraud in 2024 in all of the swing states. It's called Moore versus Harper, and it's brought by some North Carolina Republicans who can read, and they read the Constitution, and it says Article One, Section 4. The times, places, and manners of, of holding elections for Congress and Senate shall be determined by the state legislatures, not by the states, the legislatures. So you have all the swing states. Five of them, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and North Carolina, who have passed wonderful laws in their Republican legislatures. Uh, No drop boxes, no ballot harvesting, photo ID at every stage of the process, signature verification. And the Democratic governors vetoed them. So the elections will be conducted under the old rules. This year, we won't change them. They'll be the same horrible rules. But in 24, the Supreme Court decision that they're going to make in 23, in Moore versus Harper, is going to prevail. And these these governors will be unable to veto these bills. And we will have ironclad protections against just this sort of nonsense going on. Nice. And, oh. uh, I, I had Rudy Giuliani on my show, yep. Yep. and I asked him, will the Moore v. harper decision protect us from ballot fraud? And he said, Absolutely.
0: All right, that's a big deal. So 30 seconds to go, Dick Morris. We've concluded from you and others. Donald Trump is absolutely running again in 2024. When do you think he makes that big announcement?
1: Right, Probably right after the midterms. Hasn't before because his accountant won't let him because all the rally expenses come out of his campaign, Kitty. But uh, he'll make it as soon as we 22 and right after the 22 election is over. And we'll win the House and the Senate. This BS that's out there now that somehow, or other we're we're losing momentum or that the Well, New York not State.
0: the House, but the Senate between the Doctor Oz race, the Herschel yeah. Walker race. I know Vance was great in Ohio and other places, but you're convinced we're going to win back the Senate?
1: Oh, absolutely! Really? We'll win it back, not just. We'll win it back by four or five seats. Wow! Uh, Walker, I think may be in trouble, but I think he'll prevail. Georgia's a red state, and they can't cheat it anymore because we have a really good ballot integrity law that the governor signed there finally. Uh, uh, Vance is going to win uh, in Indiana. Um, right. Oz is going to win. He's three or four points behind the corpse. <laughs> and, and and he's 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 gonna win, and uh, All right. All and right. uh, and and we're, we're gonna. Leah Le- Levy in Connecticut has a good shot. At I the love her. Leory, yes, yes, she's yeah. great. She's great. So, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna win the Senate. Okay. And the Democrats are spreading this propaganda. You know who's spreading the propaganda? Not just the Democrats, but McConnell. Yes, because he would rather be the minority leader than have somebody, some other Republican be the majority leader. Yeah, I know.
0: He's he's no good. Him, Paul Ryan, no good. Either one of them.
1: And he put candidates in these races to try to defeat the Trump people, and he lost every single one of them. Yep. And now he's trying to sabotage the winners by saying they're not going to win. They won the primary, but now they can't win the election. And that is such baloney. You know, every once in a while, these folks have to gas up their car, they have to go to the grocery store because they get hungry, and then the price increases hit them, and they become Trump supporters instantly. That's right.
0: Uh, the book is The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback. He's written bestsellers before. This may have maybe his best work yet he's on noon every sunday here on wabc he's a brilliant mind obviously dick morris great job with the book great job here with me this morning best of luck to you we'll talk again real soon thank you buddy thank you sir you got it dick morris the book again the return trump's big 2024 comeback yes big donnie he's on his way back is he on his way back to the white house i think so only time was out footloose it's very funny though